Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I've enjoyed Anthony Fury's writing for years. He's been a guest on this program periodically. And over the last few days, Mr. Fury has been the subject of some fury from the Prime Minister and the Federal Minister of Health over a column that he wrote in the Toronto Sun. Uh, it's been described as dangerous by the health minister, and uh, I forget now what the word that um, Justin Trudeau used. What did you do, Anthony, that, that caused such a grumble panic at, at the PMO? Hey, Roy, great to be here. And it sounds like I'm going to have something really, you know, dramatic and, and, and quite a wild tale, tale to tell. Unfortunately, no, the, the column is actually just about COVID-19 statistics and data. I was one of the first people to write about the fact that Alberta Health Services is the first province to have released comorbidity data. And what that revealed was that of the people who died of coronavirus in Alberta, 75% of them, uh, slightly more than that actually, died with three or more underlying medical conditions. And only 2.3%, which was about 10 people at the time, had died with no underlying health conditions. And I should note that those 10 people included uh, some very aged persons, people in their 90s, and so forth. So that's really it. And then I had a couple health experts uh, talk about how this is important information to help us both uh, understand who is particularly vulnerable to having a serious outcome and, and dying from coronavirus, and who is perhaps not. And then maybe we could use that information to uh, liberate those low-risk people from some of the restrictions that may not necessarily apply to them. That's it. I didn't think it was a particularly uh, dramatic missive. No, so facts are dangerous, I guess. Yeah, definitely. But uh, Justin Trudeau, I guess, in a PMO readout, which has since been retracted, uh, described as misinformation. Yeah, I saw that, too. That's the word. So so you wrote a follow-up column, which I read this morning, as I read most of your columns, as you know. Uh, what do you expect the response? I mean, tell us what the sequel is about, and uh, what do you expect? Well, basically, Alberta is offering even more nuanced uh, comorbidity data breaking things down in different ways. And one of them that they're doing now, and they're not doing this publicly, but they make it available to media if they ask, is when they say, okay, there are nine deaths, for instance, they will give you uh, the gender, male or female, uh, the decade they're in, female in her 80s, whether or not the person was in a retirement home long-term care facility or not, and whether or not they had underlying medical conditions. So pretty much all you can really reveal without violating patient privacy. And that really gives a, a greater snapshot into what's going on and confirms what a lot of ICU doctors who treat coronavirus patients, Roy, have told me, which is that this is really just a very serious illness uh, for elderly people in congregate settings who are already, unfortunately, suffering from long-term illnesses. And when, when you really do the deep dive on uh, people outside of that cohort who have had a serious outcome or tragically died, the numbers are very, very small, uh, statistically negligible, rounding down you know, almost to zero in some jurisdictions. So th that's what the new data tells, and, and I think it's uh, probably a, a good news story. I mean, back in February and March, I mean, I remember reading pandemic plans about how uh, the hockey arena across the street from my house where my kids play hockey, that would be turned into a morgue. And I kind of was nervous thinking, well, okay, I'd be deputized into moving body bags around. And we were really worried, uh, remember, Roy, nationally and internationally about sure. uh, what could be happening. And we have since learned that that's just not the case. But for some reason, some individuals are, are sort of hostile uh, to receiving what is ultimately, well, good news for most of us, unfortunate news for those who will have these serious outcomes, but it's, it's still ultimately good news. So, Anthony, what do your professional instinct, in, instincts tell you is going on? What, what, what's, what's really getting your attention from all of the attention you've received? 
well, it's kind of troubling that it's received negative attention and people are wanting to play political games with it. I understand one MP in, uh, in Alberta, she shared the column on Facebook and people for some reason took it to mean that I was saying and anyone who liked the column was saying, well, there are these people who die don't matter. Hardly anybody is dying of coronavirus and so forth, which, which is not true. There's a difference between people dying of coronavirus and having underlying conditions and people who didn't actually die of coronavirus, they died of cancer, but they had coronavirus at the same time. I want to be clear, that's not what I'm saying. And StatsCan data suggests that 10% of the coronavirus deaths, uh, they are in fact not people who died of coronavirus, but died of other things like cancer. I mean, that's what all the data shows, but what it, the response tells me that people are just interested in playing political games right now with this. I mean, Justin Trudeau and the Liberal government, okay. as opposed to basically saying, how could we get out of this uh, unfortunate situation we're in right now? This yeah. is a dark chapter in our lives. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.